0: Welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, where fanfiction is a high art form and purest form of literature that it is. And today we have a very special guest, my dog. Zoe, so, you want to say anything? Do you want to help me read the story? Um, no, she is licking a hole. Anyway! <laughs> Worst co-host ever. Even worse than the cat. And <laughs> it Ah, more information to talk me with. Huh? Today's story is called Fable XX. Don't worry, it's only two X's. If it was three, then we would've done what you know, We already did kind of did the adult. Anyway, Fable XX by White-Winged Darkness. A Fable novelization with one little twist. The main character is a girl. Now, it is rated M, but... I, I don't think it's too, it just mentions sexual situations, so we'll, we'll, we'll we'll call it, we'll, it's, it's M-Light, we'll call it, M-Light Shyamalan, we'll call it M-Light Shyamalan, there is a twist, (laughs) it's an English, M-Light Shyamalan, it's M-Light Shyamalan's adoptive, adoptive Caucasian brother, (laughs) there are two chapters it was, <coughs> oh, excuse me published on <coughs> July 28th 2006 and updated on December 5th 2006 and you, um, okay okay i think we can make it hold on uh, let me clear my throat a little <coughs> and here is the dog with the sponsor You can chime in any time with that sponsor. I will give you a treat if you do the sponsor. Who's a good girl? Now she wants a belly rub. She, her treat, and good girl. Damn it. Why did I train her so well to be spoiled? (laughs) Anyway, today's unofficial sponsor is Source Books. And as a member of their somewhat exclusive book review club, I will be reviewing Midnight is the Darkest Hour, and I will finish to attempt this entire novel. In one day, in one, in four, four hours, I gave myself four hours, I finished. I can read really, really fast. Also, I have, I have black tea, which is like forbidden leaf juice for me, because I get way too hyper. <laughs> and I had some sugary Mexican drinks, so I am ready to go. <laughs> and now there's a conversation with the authors so that cuts it down. How does... AND SHE READS TWILIGHT IN THE BOOK! I FORGOT! It's like Twilight 355! That's, that's not bad for her. That's not bad. Well, my fourth book I'm working on. Anyway, I'll get even more free books. Yay! Welcome to Lit- Depends how you feel about literature hell. I also have one at work that I'm like- oh. Also, all these stories. I am so literate. It should be a superpower. <laughs> Fable, now with two X chromosomes. Chromosomes. Sorry, I say chromosomes because my Midwestern accent, but chromosomes. At least I don't say rough. If you don't know what a rough is, it's what's on the top of a house and keeps the rain out. (laughs) And then you vacuum your rug to to make it. (laughs) George Washington was the first I'm sorry, I I love my mother, I'm I'm sorry she didn't get speech therapy, (laughs) oh gosh, and she definitely knows what a wheelchair is, that's a funny story about my mother, who has two X chromosomes, (laughs) her mom doesn't know what a wheelchair is, that's a weird tangent, it is, trust me, it's a hilarious story, too. you ever figure out who I am, ask my mother who on a wheelchair is. You have my permission to tell. <laughs> She's going to love it. Anyway, fate, fable. Now with two X chromosomes. Deep in the forest of Albion lay the ancient town of Oakvale, unchanged by time and untouched by the sword. In this town lived a young girl named Melissa who dreamed of adventures far beyond this small town. At times, she'd be a beautiful Amazon, and at other times, she'd be a wicked witch, only without the green skin and warts, but she could never fathom her great destiny. Melissa, wake up, said Melissa's father. It's your sister's birthday, remember? Same meal as last year. Any good deeds you do, you get a gold piece. The ten-year-old girl sat up, yawned, and rubbed her eyes. She didn't generally keep track of the dates, So she was grateful for this reminder. She was a pretty young girl, an already developing breasts. Long brown hair, lavender eyes, and a light tan. She smiled, nodded, and went on her way, then heard a voice. It was Mr. Poop, Poopopot, Poop, Poop P-L-U, Poopopots, Poopopopots, owner of the weapons and armor shop. She w- And the uh, last name was uh, not capitalized last name. Owner of the weapons and armor shop. She walked around and saw him kissing and fondling a woman who was not his wife. She did what any girl who saw it would do. She got angry. Uh, Mr. Poop-a-pons? Why are you cheating on your wife? Uh, I've never been, uh, even met this woman. She uh, r me. Who was she? Uh, look, class, keep your mouth shut about this. And I'll give you a gold piece. Mosa thought for a second, she could take the gold piece, tell on him, and get another gold piece from her father, and it would teach this cheating bastard a lesson. She didn't see a downside, so she accepted the gold with a smile, <laughs> and then went on her way. As the man disgusted her with her statements, like, Come here, my little sink goose Mrs. pots your husband is cheating on you behind old man Porgy's house! She, <laughs> she was getting close. What?! Right then, I'm going go to tur- go. I'm going to go. I'm going to turn him into ba- into Balverine food," she said angrily, and ran to the house. "Wait till I get my hands on you!" she yelled. "I got to see this," said Melissa, and ran after her. "Uh, honey, have she-, she, I, we were rehears- we- rehearsing a play. Honest." Don't insult me anymore, you filthy swine. I ought to chop them right off, and don't is not capitalized. Melissa giggled at that. She turned and went to her father. Hey, Dad. Hey, I've heard rumors that you're being bad, but I'm a man of my word, so here's a gold piece. Thank you. She ran away quickly and saw Mr. Smith in front of his barge, with no capitalization or punctuation. Hey, girl, could you... And that is not capitalized. I should make a t-shirt that says that. She ran away quickly and saw Mr. Smith in front of his barns. Hey, girl, could you watch my barrel? Yeah, my barrel's for me. I need to do something, he said, his dancing making it obvious what he needed to do. Okay, she said, not capitalized. The man ran off and some punk came up. You should smash the barrel, said the punk, and then Melissa kicked him in the nuts and left him. Then smashed all the barrels, got a gold piece, and came back before the man returned. Thank you so much, lass. You've done me a big favor. I've told your father already. She ran to her father, who gave her another gold piece. She went back into town and heard a loud voice. Hey, there's the little female dog. I'm going after her. Hey, I've been hearing reports of your bad deeds all day. Shall we remind ourselves? Ticking of a stupid little punk in the genitals. Destructive of a person's vindicables. Improper access to the man and lady behavior. Jiggling on threat of castration, you need to decide if behaving like that is worth it. I'll leave it at that, but do keep out of trouble. She ran away thinking about how stupid that guard sounded. She came to a big jerk and a little boy, and for some reason, jerk is capitalized. (laughs) Random capitalization, the hallmark of not editing or using an online. It was written in 2006. Understandable. You stupid little. Why are you playing with girls? You're a boy and get more lunch money next time. I need something from all five food groups. The girl walked up to him. Hey, big dodo, I'd say this kid could beat you up. You're bigger, but he's stronger because he's not a, a skinny little pussy puss. What do you say if I, I you weren't a girl? I, I I call me names, run away, screw me. In the p- <laughs> But the kid laughed at the last one that's it. I don't care if you're a girl. You'll die for that one, he said. An approach that really didn't do anything else. So, hit me. Go on. You won't know why, because you're just pretending to be strong. You couldn't really do anything to hurt anyone. That's why you're never you never actually attacked. You just call people names because you're just a big, ugly poophead. You female dog! He swung at her and missed. Then she grabbed his shoulders and rammed her knee between his legs repeatedly, and he fell to the ground in the fetal position, <laughs> clutching his nuts of pain. Dummy head! <laughs> Damn! This girl is a honey badger! Thank you for helping me! Here, take Rosie back to Emily, please, and Rosie's. Not Captain. Okie-dokies, she said, then took the bully's money out of his pocket and ran off. "'Hey, sissy, what's up?' asked Melissa. "'Hi, I hope you haven't forgotten what day it is.' "'Nope, it's Wednesday,' Melissa responded. "'And a very nice Wednesday that I bought you a gift to celebrate this lovely Wednesday.'" Teresa laughed next up to the chocolates happily. "'We shall get home. Mother will be here for my party soon.' They walked on. "'Wait, something's not right,' Teresa said unnecessarily, seeing as everything had suddenly went silent then. "'Bandits!' said a man and got killed by an arrow. "'Oh, no! You've got to hide! I'll warn Mom and Dad! Stay out of sight until the bandits leave!' Teresa said so commandingly that Melissa had to obey. She jumped behind the fence and waited till the bandits were out of sight. When they were all gone, she ran to the town. The main path was blocked by a raging inferno, so she ran up the hill, crossed the burning bridge, and saw her dad lying on the ground. "'Daddy! Daddy! Wake up! Daddy!' Uh "'Aha!' A bandit walked over and raised his sword, but she lost consciousness before he brought brought it down. She woke up in a bed and sighed in relief. "'It was all a dream,' she said calmly. "'Afraid not, child. I am deeply sorry for your loss. Mays told me what happened to an old bald man with a white mustache.' "'What's going on? Who in Scoram's name is Maize?' she asked. "'He's the head of the guild, and he saved you,' the guildmaster answered. "'So I'm at the Heroes Guild. Cool beans!' she said half-heartedly. She had always wanted to be in the guild, but not because her hometown was destroyed.' Where is Maze? I want to thank him. He's in his quarters. In t- Ugh. He's in his quarters, the top of the large tower next to the garden. After you speak to him, meet me at the, me, at the melee ring to begin your training. She stood up and ran down the stairs and looked at the big door. She ran forward and hit an invisible wall. She rubbed her head in pain, mixed with confusion, having never seen magic except for Mom's occasional candle lighting. She decided the Guild wouldn't have to put the barrier here if she was supposed to go through the door. So she ran the opposite way, saw an exit to the outside, into a lovely field and a garden. She noticed the tower and ran in looked around at the armor, then ran up the stairs where two odd-looking men were talking, talking, talking! Ugh! <laughs> "'I'm sorry, Mother! The Oracle must be protected!' said the one who looked like a skeleton with a big head. "'How can you be so sure? We might need you here! We might need your help!' Who "'Who know what battles we might face?' Asked the one with shiny blue tattoos and blue glowiness surrounding him. Nothing is certain. I hope no one thinks you are trying to run away again. You know how people talk. Talk is of no consequence to me. May death close his eyes to you, Maze. The skeleton man was surrounded by blue light and then he was gone. Melissa gasped in shock. Talk is of no consequence to me. May death close his eyes to you, Maze. Maze. The skeleton man was surrounded by blue light, and then he was gone. Melissa gasped in shock. Um, well, come in. Would you like some tea? asked Maze. Uh, sure. Uh, are you Maze? she asked a bit nervous. That's right. I suppose the guildmaster told you. Um, yes, uh, I thank you for saving me, she said. It was nothing, literally. You have p- your potential as a hero, that is all, he said, handing her a cup of hot tea. She took a sip. Who was that skeletony looking guy? "'That was sight. He's one of our oldest heroes, and a great one, back when when had flesh on his bones and blood in his veins,' he answered. "'How come he disappeared? He teleported. You'll get the ability when when you have a guild seal.' "'Oh,' she said. Then she had drunk all of her tea as she didn't really trust the man sitting before her. "'He seemed like a meanie. Sure, he saved her, but he acted like he didn't really care.' Well, I think I should go, The um, Guildmaster said go to the melee ring right after I spoke, after, after I spoke to you. Yes, go on, then. She ran off down to the me- melee ring and, me- me- and saw the Guildmaster. Hello, child, if you are ready, we can begin your training, he said. Okay. She was eager. She wanted revenge very much. She walked into the ring. Okay, attack the dummy. First, she punched the dummy, which hurt her hand. Then she, so she kicked the dummy. And the dummy got a dent she kept, so she kept kicking, which chinted it, but she never destroyed it. Not bad, here, try it with the stick, <laughs> and aim for the balls. And she whacked the dummy <laughs> with the stick over and over and smashed the dummy. Beetles in the woods, said some apprentice, damn beetles. Hey, why don't you take care of them? Okie dokies She ran into the woods. And cha- that was chapter one, which is called... Chapter One... And chapter two You know what? That's a lot it's a lot easier than all these coming up with creative names. Some people try way too hard at that. Chapter two After Melissa killed all the beetles, she ran out of the was to see the guildmaster. Well done, the beetles are all dead. Here's twenty gold, he said. Yay! Melissa answered. You can go to bed now if you want. K Melissa ran off to bed. Ten years later, Get your butt out of bed, farm girl! Melissa woke up her now 18-year-old. She was 10. Shouldn't she be 20? What the? Uh, Her 18-year-old body was nicely developed. Her hair had grown a great deal, and her breasts were quite large. Her hips were excellent, and she wore a skirt that barely reached her knees and a bare midriff shirt. She yawned and rubbed her eyes as Whisper rolled her own. Why do you dress like you work at The bordello? whisper asked. It makes guys be nice to me, she replied. Not if they're gay or monks. Monks are nice anyway, and gay people are rare. Whatever. are they? I don't know. Whatever. We're supposed to meet the guildmaster for melee training. Also, uh, I mean, not um. And also, um, an hour ago, we need to go now, Whisper said. Fine, race you, see you. They both began to run off, however, Whisper at some point cheated by throwing Melissa to the ground. All's fair in war, Whisper called. Whisper got there first, and Melissa punched her in the head. Hey, stop that, I didn't say start, this is a test. you are to fight in the ring, and with a weapon. I need to make sure you know how to attack an event properly. Here are your weapons, you may keep them today as you will be graduating soon. Yay! Melissa said as Whisper resisted the urge to smack her for her whi- whimsiness. Melissa's weapon was an iron katana and Whisper's an iron spear. Now first, Melissa, tried to hit Whisper. Whisper, you try to block her attacks. Melissa fought with grace and Whisper defended in kind. It was soon kinder than the switch rolls, and finally the melee test, but then a big ugly guy with huge armor came to ringside. Hello, Thunder. Come to check on your sister's progress, have you? You might You might say that. Whisper said you had her trading with some chicken chaser. May thinks the girl has great potential. Enough to keep up with my Whisper? Bah. We shall see. The melee test begins now. Whisper attacked first. Melissa dodged, dodged, then caught Whisper's arm. Anger took hold of Whisper and chewed into a frenzy. Melissa dodged her attacks and struck back with equal fury, but much greater precision, taking the bash. Enough, the guildmaster said. That's all wrong, Whisper. You need to practice more. Shame you couldn't see me fight in the arena. You might have learned something. Great job, Melissa. Uh, whisper, remember, anger makes an excellent servant but a horrible master. Why do you stop us? I could have won. We have too few heroes as it is. We don't need you trying to kill your sparring partner. Come, Melissa, time for archery training. Melissa did excellent on the archery test. Using a long bow, it was time to. Ugh And it was time to learn a magic I am a professional. All right, folks All right, focus your anger, form it into lightning, and cast it through your hands onto these straw dummies. Melissa tried and soon succeeded in zapping the dummies. She then passed the magic test well. Well done, now get some rest. Your final test will be tomorrow. Melissa ran off to bed. The next morning, Melissa was taken to the forest and met Mace at the top of the hill. I suppose you are wondering about your test, then, Mace asked. It's very simple. You must defeat me using all you have learned. Melissa fought hard, but found him difficult to defeat. Eventually, however, Mace said she had passed anyway. (laughs) You couldn't be expected to kill an experienced hero at your current level. You you have have... Fought reasonably well for a novice, however. And therefore, you pass. And that was the end of Fable XX. And, um, you have half passed. And, uh, there were some, uh, grammar and, um, capitalization. Um, how many times did I say that's not capitalized? When did I stop counting? And, uh, but, Some words were missing, and, um, I've never played Fable, but I think someone spell-checked the game dialogue, probably, and, yeah, it's kind of, you know, if you guys put this through Grammarly or something, pretty easy fix, like, ten-year-old girl, there should be some dashes in there, but that's just my writing and publishing degree talking. (laughs) You have a degree in writing and publishing and are doing this? Yes, yes I am because I I do actually nothing really to that. my real job so this is how I have fun reading bad fan Does anyone need a new friend who uh, for going out and doing activities? That sounds great. <laughs> and also she okay. Well, let's well, see. Okay, she a beyond, she lived a young girl who dream. She was she was ten, so she should have been twenty. Why well, she's eighteen and has perky boobs and dresses like a. She works in a brothel. Is. Well, that was weird. The focus on the boobs was kind of weird. I, I don't think ten year old girl. that was just weird. I didn't like that very much. Like you can say, oh yeah, that person has big boobs. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they that's true, but th- this is just kinda creepy. <laughs> or they have a big butt, but for like, oh, her ravishing big butt that's like that's sexual harassment. It's <laughs> like you don't sound like a doctor, sir, or ma'am, or however you lover of butts identified (laughs) or ankles or whatever. People are into some weird stuff. But, honestly, Melissa, I have never heard of a Mary Sue named Melissa before, so that's usually it's Mary Sue or, gosh, Kimberly, or hold on, Squirrel Girls, Squirrel Girls about to fall over and I'm very concerned I'll tear down all my, all my, cut all oh, my Legos over. Half of my desk is Legos and the other um, other half gets all my just, <laughs> I am an adult! <laughs> anyway, yeah, this handsome flaws of I've never played Fable, but I think they could have done more of the characterization besides describing her as as a hot child! I don't think you can use that word for anyone under 18. A pretty child. Yes, a beautiful child. Yes, a, a, a good-looking child. You could you can call a kid because are, you couldn't be a handsome and a child. Why not? But comely, anything... <laughs> it's a dirty word. It's spelled C-O-M-E-L-Y. Don't worry, I can say it. <laughs> Uh, the, no, that's the line, I think. <laughs> and, yeah, that was Fable XX. You know, I, the game's probably better, but it's... <laughs> Honestly, there, were some, there was a good comedy element. I This is the one. I'll give it a compliment. The, the screw me in the butt. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going for the next... Oh, just being chaotic good all over the place. That's You could have done that Why did she take Maze what... I guess Maze is the guy from... I don't play video games because I'm not that coordinated, but I do yoga and Pilates and go to the gym. But... I'm like Mia from the Princess Diaries. Anyway, and... That was Fable XX, and what else has White Wing Darkness written with, um, hopefully not sexy children? Let's see. Oh, okay, Fluffy, Ash, Misty, Fluffy, a big, gr- oh, disgusting Pokemon porn. Yes, <laughs> we don't know what that is. We've never read that. <laughs> there. I'm, so they have written a lot of work, and and there's a lot of Ash Pokemon and NU- anyway <laughs> inappropriate anime stories that uh, that they have not wrote because fable XS is, X, uh, XX X X is um You know what? I there w- there I would have wrote the Brock Ash Myster- <laughs> the Brock because. <laughs> like Because that could have answered what happened to Professor I.P., but also with sex. (laughs) Brock finally gets laid and opens his eyes. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, so they have a lot of interesting pairings, but only one story. So if you like Fable and, uh, the... Oh, it does give them a description. You know, it's I like the, how they give like, the not-too-descriptive descriptions because that, you're trusting a lot of weird people on the internet with that information. It's like, if if I told you where I worked and what city I lived in, you, you probably wouldn't be able to find me using Google. So, <laughs> that's why I'm a nice, faceless person. And, you know, the there are a few people who listen to the show who know what I look like because I tell them to listen to my show! <laughs> Direct marketing. Anyway. Anyway. You want to listen to my show, do you? can see what my nose looks like. It's some hot t- <laughs> I think I have a nice nose. Anyway, that was Fable XX. And don't forget, you can submit your own fix and fan fiction. That was what's April? I don't know what April has to be a something something month. Anyways, you can submit. So well, surprise me with something for April because I that means less work for me. <laughs> and also, if you also want to give me free stuff like source books, please do. I also, I know, I get one of those Chris. The, 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 the Chris Comic, Chris Evans. the Chris Comic Book Convention. <laughs> the Chris Convention. Everyone named Chris just says, Are you Chris? Hi, I'm Chris. Hello, my name is Chris. Teacher should say Chris. How was I forgetting what his name was? Chris. Chris, Chris Convention. People named James. That would a James. Your name starts with a letter J Convention. that oh then half of the people at work would be gone. No, that's a bad idea for a convention. <laughs> Chris get, If you're Chris getting free. If you're not Chris, what the hell are you doing here? Oh <laughs> my celebrities named Chris. Oh gosh, that's a (laughs) stupid Chris (laughs) convention. I will be at C2E2 and with my uh, with my boobs, my boobs will be there too because I have those. But I'm not a child, so you can say, "Hey, you have boobs," it might be sexual harassment. But I'll take it because I do have boobs, and I believe in science. As long as it's not sexual harassment, though. (laughs) And, oh yeah, so, and anyway, also, some, what okay, give me a money spiel, and also, oh, Zoe, Zoe, what did you think of the story? Are you a good girl? Did you, how did you feel about the sexualization of the child? Did you, your paws are muddy. Were you running around? Yeah, you did do that. You run, you did almost sleep over the fence do you want to start your own podcast i think that'd be fun it could be a dog cast. we could talk about squirrels and you know i, I could be here for... i know people who would listen to that it's not a stupid idea okay think about it do you want a treat after this Ah, oh, she always wants a treat. Anyway, that was world of Bad fiction. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And as usual, the entire, the link to the story will be in the description. And, um, uh, last chance, Zoe. Last chance to say anything. Nothing? Okay. Bye-bye.